Hello, hello, good morning, everyone. Good to see you guys here. I'm, uh, I'm in the main studio today. Hey, morning, Sean. Good to see you. Kevin, all the way from Florida. Good to see you, mate. James, Allison, Jody, Nick. Hey, all, all the way from New Zealand. Good morning. How are we, team? There we go. We've got we've got a few people on now. Hey, good to see you guys. Nicole, Rodney, Ashvin. Fantastic. I think I've got a little fancy thing here. Can you see that? I don't know. I've got a chat overlay. Anyway, I won't put that up there. How are you going, guys? Good to see all of you this morning. People still coming on in. Jacinta. There we go. Hey, great to see you guys. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Um, yeah, it's getting around the old lurg. Uh, Alison, I know that uh, a lot of my team, we've been traveling, doing a little bit of traveling again, and it's been a bit annoying, actually. Uh, for, for every 10 people who travel, we've got, you know, three to five get sick, and, and um, yeah, it's not great. Maybe our immune systems aren't as good as they used to be, but um, stay safe wherever you are. Rug up chicken soup, whatever it is, <laughs> to get you well. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Day. I just ordered my coffee, so hopefully soon my coffee will arrive. I'm down at the main studio here uh, in the GC. Usually I do my morning coffee chats from uh, my office, but uh, down at the main studio um, coming to you live today uh, with you guys. But uh, I was going to talk to you guys about the four lanes of wealth. There's four prime vehicles, four prime processes that we uh, as property investors uh, have access to. Uh, and there's three, there's three for all of us who are in the PAYG world and careers. And there's a fourth one available to business owners. And today I was going to talk about that idea. Um, and uh, maybe in the chat while we're warming up and getting things going here. Um, oh, well, anyone who's new, hello, welcome, Jason Witten. Over, over there, there, <laughs> right there is my name. Anyway, welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat, folks. Good to see you. Um, if you are new, give us a shout out in the chat. Looks like we've got someone all the way from New Zealand. So fantastic to have you here. Uh, but, uh, you know, I've been Wealth Coffee chatting with these wonderful, amazing, crazy, passionate people about real estate for uh, a fair while now. And... Um, we have been uh, we've been chewing the fat every morning at around about ten past eight, and uh, talking about all things real estate. Plenty of things going on at the moment. All the carry on malarkey about the interest rates. Listen, it's overcooked, team. Don't stress in any way, shape about it. It is a very, very normal problem. Do your math. Do your numbers. Uh, but you know it's going to be a great time to be purchasing real estate in the next little bit because all of the good time Charlies will be gone. Uh, they're all hiding under the table waiting for the sky to fall, um, you know, and listening to some, uh, someone who still lives with their mum and dad um, and doesn't own a house talk about why they sh how they should behave in real estate. Anyway, uh, don't get me started on that one today, but good. Uh, good to see you, Alexis and, and Laura. Today, I wanted to talk about the four streams of wealth, the four vehicles of wealth, the four platforms of wealth for uh, all of us, available to all of us for our financial future. 
Tell me in the chat right now, get you guys involved. What do you think they are? The four, the four wealth strategies that we can use as property investors. Oh, here's my coffee. Come over here, Todd. <laughs> here's my main coffee man. There's Todd. <laughs> Thanks, brother. <laughs> Good on you. Uh, cheers, man. Oh, well, there you go. That's, that's service, isn't it? Uh, a live show and uh, a warm coffee. Wealth coffee chat done and dusted. Oh, yeah, that's a bit hot. All right. Hey, now listen. Tell me in the chat right now, what do you think the four vehicles, four streams of wealth, four things that we can grow, places, spaces, things that we can grow for real estate wealth and our future? Okay, there's four uh, directions. Like I said before, there's three available to PAYG uh, career-minded people and a fourth available to business owners. But tell me, what do you think they are? Four streams of wealth. And while I'm, while I'm sort of talking, I'll talk about my little picture behind me. Um, what does the E stand for? I'm going to ask you too many questions. Chuck it in the chat if you think, uh, if you know what um, the E might stand for. If we're here, this is us now, um, and uh, we have a direction, a place we're heading. What do you think the E stands for in my little model here today? This is the stages. Uh, you, we've talked about, you know, acquisition, consolidation, lifestyle, uh, equity. Good, good, uh, uh, good guess. The E stands for exit. Okay, but uh, good guess for equity because that uh, that would be a pretty common wording. So the exit. What is our exit plan, ladies and gents? What's your exit plan um, when it comes to retirement or exiting? Some we you, we talk in terms as business owners and exit plan. We talk in terms uh, sometimes as investors, an exit plan out of something. Um, and uh, where are we now and where do we want to go? And what ultimately are we investing for? What, why are we investing? What, now, you know, we, we have the machinations, the, the, the tactics, the strategies and all of those things. But what is the ultimate outcome for you? Put that in terms right now, like, you know, real terms, life terms, what's the outcome? If you invest and you own some great real estate and it's successful for you in the future, what does it give you? What do you get? Tell me that in the chat right now. So this is kind of line up our conversation today. We'll have a little sip of my coffee. What's it going to get you? What, what's it for? What, why, why are we doing it? What's the point, team, gang? What, what's, what's the point? I'll be interested to know. Boom, passive income. Yeah. You want assets to go to work, financial freedom. You want assets to go to work so you don't have to. And this is the interesting thing. Yeah, exactly. Time and choices. Yes. Um, better than the pension. You betcha. Sean, did you know, Sean? I don't know if you know this, but the pension is 12% below the poverty line. 12% um, below poverty. Hey, Jeff. Jeff's driving the truck. Mate, how are you, brother? Good to see you. Good that you could dial in from the truck, man. So, you know, passive income, Trace, passive income, time and choices, which is good. So if you look here, most of the people that I have uh, spoken to over the years want more money, financial outcome, money. I want some value from what I do, I want to turn my effort, the, the, 
exchange, <clears throat> my time exchange with my job, my career, my business. I want to turn that into cash flow uh, and or profits. And then I want to transform that cash flow and profits into assets, transform it into assets, okay? And then we get our time back. So money, time, purpose, all right? Um, we had, uh, we had uh, Bahan talking about, you know, choices. What does choices mean? You know, choices for me mean that uh, I can work on some special projects that, that mean a lot to me, building schools. Um, I love rock climbing, so I go and commentate on rock climbing events and I don't charge uh, the, them any money because, you know, they're a sporting association, you know, up and coming, they can't afford it. But I do it, I, I donate my time, I don't need money for that, right? So what is it for you guys? Um, so time, money, purpose and wellness. Wellness, because I can tell you right now, um, all of us want some, yeah, Alison's talking about multi-generational wealth. That's I, this is what I challenged people the other day with. I said, listen, I, I, I think you, if you're worried about interest rates right now, you're thinking way too small. Now, and I'm not trying to be offensive, going fishing, dead right, Sean. Do whatever you want, whatever you want, go fishing. I love it. I go rock climbing, you know. I, I get to take my daughter to the ballet um, in Melbourne. That's what it's about, folks, you know. And some resources facilitates that. That's all I'm saying. Uh, listen, money's, money's certainly, you know, not the be-all and end-all, but it certainly helps when you want to do some things that uh, cost some cash at the end of the day, right? So, you know, if, for many of us, you know, we need to make sure that we're, we're thinking, which I love, Alison, that's, that's awesome, mate, you know, multi-generational wealth. I want you to think about in four generations' time, if you set your, your, yourself and your family up with a platform of wealth of five, eight, ten million million worth of real estate, and you teach them how to continue to build with that, imagine the impact that you could have in the world. That's what I say, you know. Uh, as we go along. So now, where are we now? What are those streams of wealth that we can grow and build for us as investors? Number one, wealth. Uh, let me ask this question. I know you guys know this, and I'm just probably asking these questions a bit cryptically. What is the number one, number one tax-free real estate asset that we can own? Most people own it, okay? Tax-free real estate asset. <clears throat> Put that in the chat for me. Put that in the chat. What is it? What's the number one? Oh, no problems, Trace. Yep, uh, we help heaps of parents and kids combine and do the do. Boom. Your principal place of residence. Ladies and gents, the number one, the first, but not the number one, the first wealth vehicle that is misunderstood. The debt against your home is a bad debt. It's rubbish. There's equity in most people's homes that they're not using, which is called lazy equity, wasted money. Um, so number one, your principal place of residence is tax-free. It's tax-free. It's tax-free. And I talk about a strategy which is called your PPR, principal place of residence, upgrade strategy. And 
what what I coach my clients on is over the next 30 years, now we're talking a long time, so just get your head around it. And you might have already done this. You might have already, already be one or two upgrades in. I want you to consider upgrading your uh, upgrading your upgrading your PPR three times, three times, folks. So, uh, and so the mechanism is this: you let's say you start out at, at say six hundred. Let's say you start out at 600K and any time, any time your loan to value ratio, your principal place of residence, loan to value ratio, um, but this is my, this is my rule, um, hits 50% the loan. Now that can happen because your value went up or you paid your debt off a number like the, the combination of two upgrade, upgrade. Now, this is the idea of sell strategically, right? Because you can upgrade. Now, you can move or you can fix up the existing property you've got. But look at this. Let's upgrade to a $1.2 million property. And then when that gets to 50%, whatever that is, that might take you five years, 10 years, 15 years, upgrade again. And, and you're just carrying forward um, that LVR. And then you got a $2.4 million principal place of residence, okay? When you get yourself parked in a place like that, often the principal place of residence is one of the last exit strategies you have. Tell me right now in the chat where, so if you, if you, are, if you live in a good, a nice principal place of residence right now that you're happy with, how long would you say you would want to live there? What age would you want to live in that house for? And listen, this is kind of a bit of a, a what if question. So what age? Tell me what age. Um, a big, nice house, whatever it is, or it could be apartment or townhouse, I don't, I don't, I don't mind. You know, how, what sort of average age would you think? And, and take a little bit of a, a note from your parents and others, at least 20 years, yeah, yeah. So let's say, let's say Pratesh, you know, you get that third upgrade, you know, between the ages of, yep, you'd be happy staying in your home forever. Perfect, right? So let's say you hit that Pratesh at, you know, at 50 or 55, you know, you might stay in that property till you're 70 or 75, 80 even maybe, okay? For me, yep, I can't live there until you can't live there anymore, till the kids disappear. Yeah, exactly. So then, folks, then tell me, tell me, if you live in, a $2.4 million property, um, Pratesh, for 20 or 30 years, you know, from 50 to 60 onwards, uh, you've, you've set yourself up nicely. You've set yourself up really nicely when it comes to your property portfolio. What happens when you want to downsize that property? You've got no debt and it's worth $4 million. Um, what, what, what? How would that be? Wouldn't that be an absolute cracker? Yeah, there you go. Uh, quick question. Uh, Facebook user, put your name in the chat because for some reason you're, uh, well, I know the reason Facebook, if you're one of our groups, uh, Facebook doesn't show me your name. So uh, put that in the chat, whoever asked the question. So it says, why would I draw down and spend money only house to have to pay it back again? Um, good question. Uh, why don't, 
Uh, why don't some of you guys answer that question in the chat there for... Now, the point is not to be debt-free, uh, whoever that is. So chuck your name in the chat. Um, Nathan. The point is not to be debt-free. The point is to move your money, move your money. Um, oh, Trace. Okay. The point, Trace, is to move your money. Yeah, boom, tax-free. Continue to beat inflation. Like your wealth, like the, the faster, like the further you move your ultimate parking place, so parking place, so, you, so you're literally parking, you said, that's it, I'm done. Um, that's it, I'm done. That's it, I'm done needs to be in, in a really high quality piece of real estate, an asset, right? So there's this concept, and, and I'm doing a lot on this, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do the four of these. Um, so if you've paid your PPR off, Sanjeev, so it's a really interesting question, isn't it? It's good. I, I like this. So there's two things you can do. There's two things you can do with the PPR upgrade strategy. Number one, you can sell your property where you are and move to a much nicer property, significantly nicer. Um, and boom, outbeat inflation and tax-free capital gains, right? So wherever Sanjeev is, um, Sanjeev, your property might be worth X dollars right now. And it might be in a lovely location. But Sanjeev, is there a location that might be worth two times where you are that is a better location for your wealth and maybe a nicer place to live if you wanted to? Question. And if that's the case, continue to move your wealth towards the best resting place possible or best final place possible, okay? If you don't want to sell, that's super cool, Sanjeev. The other thing you can do with your PPR, because now um, I'm just going to say, Sanjeev, imagine your property is worth a million dollars. How much money, Sanjeev, if you don't mind mucking around here for, for a bit, because it's a great question. Imagine your property is worth a million bucks right now. You have no debt. All right. How much money are you making each day, tangible money, to buy a coffee? Can you buy me a coffee with your property, your PPR? And it's a trick question. The answer is no. If you're not using the equity, it's debt-free. It is a severe, severe waste of financial capacity. Now, it doesn't mean you have to use it, folks. My job as a coach is to point out some things to go, all right, Sanjev, he's upgraded to a place that he's happy to rest at. Boom, done. Eventually, you'll find a spot that you're like, no, nah, I don't want to move. Where I live right now, my home, I am not moving. I love it. But what I can do at my existing place now is my house is quite old now, like as in uh, the age of the, the home, uh, and we're designing a new house to go on that property. So we're going to knock it down and completely rebuild it, okay? Now, that will that will almost double the value of my property because where I live, um, the place is there's houses that are massive everywhere, okay? So, Sanjeev, you can upgrade the actual house that you live in later on, okay? Maybe the house that you live in is single story. 
And the highest and best use of that house now is double storey with six bedrooms and three-car garage. Maybe that's the upgrade that you do later on. Or the other one, um, yes, you do. But so the point is, it's interesting. Debt is is perfectly fine, team, perfectly fine. Debt is an instrument. Being debt-free, I think that's, is that you, Trace? Being debt-free doesn't make you wealthy, folks, on your principal place of residence. It doesn't. doesn't make you wealthy at all. Your, the, the equity in that property, if you pay it off, um, is useless unless you're using it, okay? So the third part that I was going to say to Sanchev um, is, um, is you can now be smart, and many of you guys are, using your equity to then accelerate in other ways, okay? Using your equity, accelerate in other ways, obviously using it to build a property investment portfolio, um, maybe using it to do some acceleration investments. You know, we've talked about uh, if you're a bit more sophisticated, some joint ventures and developments, um, you know, you can make significant money out of those things. Yep. Um, I don't know, and convert it into investment meat. Investment me. Rent vesting for Allison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the point is to take the resources that you have and um, I was wondering <laughs> I was wondering what that was. Uh, Saying Jim, I was like, invest meat? I'm like, oh no. <laughs> uh, there you go. Uh, well, Saint Jeff, mate, uh, unless I know your specific circumstance. If you've got equity, if you've got equity that's not being used, then that money is lazy and devaluing because of inflation. You, you, like I get all these, I get a lot of people saying, "Oh, I've paid my home off. Why aren't I rich now?" It's because paying your home off brings zero cash flow to you uh, from passive income sources. Okay, um, as you go. Uh, if you can't borrow, then you can't borrow. Uh, you've got to increase your income some other way. If you don't have servicing, then, you know, that's it's a moot point really at the end of the day. Um, so you've got to deal with getting your income up if your servicing's down. But I think potentially a couple of you guys are missing the point, folks, right? Um, you're asset rich and cash flow poor. That's basically what happens if you've paid off debt, okay? Um, Cash flow is everything. Look, guys, I, I, I've spoken with tens of thousands of people who own real estate. I, I, there are so many people I've met in their 50s and 60s that have spent 40 years paying off a home that's worth now two, three, four million dollars, and they can't even buy me a coffee. What's the point? And 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 they don't and they don't want to sell their home because they love it. Like Sanjeev is like. I love where I live. I don't want to sell it. And I'm like, I know. But you spent 40 years focusing on paying off debt, which is not the way for you to make yourself rich, okay? It's uh, quite clearly if you don't use the equity that you reduce, uh, again, quite clearly going to make the bank rich, not you rich, okay? Um, so, yeah, oh, there's, there's plenty of meat in this. Um, yeah, exactly, Nick. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So 
there's plenty of meat in this, uh, which I thought I could sort of get through today in one. But the old PPR upgrading strategy uh, is a good conversation, isn't it? Isn't it? Okay. So there you go. All right. Well, listen, folks, we've had a good Wealth Coffee chat this morning. Great questions. I really, I really enjoy it when you guys get active in the chat. Sometimes I just get on a rant and just carry on like a pork chop. Um, but uh, but uh, thanks for getting involved today. Uh, I really do, um, really do, really do appreciate it. All right, team. Well, that's it. You guys good? Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted. Over and out. Be good. Join me tomorrow. I'll finish off the rest of the model. All right? We'll finish off the rest of the model um, as you go. Okay, team. Oh, Christina. All right, Christina. I'll make sure that the team uh, chases you up, buddy. Apologize if, uh, if you've slipped through the cracks on that one. All right, team. You guys be good. Bye-bye. <laughs>